Thank you for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Chris Hemke. And this is Diesel Performance Podcast. Guys, we got an awesome episode lined up really for pumped. you today. Really pumped. This is, this is one of those, if you're anywhere around the diesel performance industry yeah. and social media at the same time, you're going to know who Derek Rose is. Yeah. We've had him on the show many times. He's been a UCC champion. He's been a UCC competitor. Um, Business owner, <laughs> ODSS extraordinaire. Yeah. And last weekend, he broke some records. Yeah, a big record yeah. by a lot. Um, I so think he, he broke his record after breaking it, <laughs> like back to back. That's it. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're, we're really excited to talk with him. You guys will be hearing from him in just a moment. Before we jump in, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. I think we'll do it pretty quick here this week, yeah. Chris. Uh, Calibrated Power, Duramax Tuner. That's where we work. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. We appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, you guys should definitely shop with Calibrated Power and Duramax Tuner. We have awesome products, parts, and services. Yeah. Exergy Performance, your one-stop shop for anything common rail injection, whether it's CP3, injectors, rails, lines, regulators, and everything in between, and fuel additive. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, of course, WC Fab has been with us since the beginning. We yeah. love the guys over at WC Fab. That's where we get all of our... Intake horns, intercooler pipes, powder coating services, yeah. any anything that WC Fab offers, we're likely a, a consumer yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs> and then last but not least, XDP. XDP is a one-stop shop for anything diesel related, whether it's performance, maintenance, swag. They have everything you could possibly think of. Um, I know I've been in this industry a long time. I've used XDP prior to working for us, you know, and then we work with them, of yeah. course. Um, you know, so if you guys are, uh, you know, in the market for anything diesel related, you know, check those guys out. They uh, definitely be glad to help. Absolutely. And hey, we don't want to hold you around any longer. Let's talk to Derek Rose. All the good shit talking boys, everyone's retired and went and did other stuff. I mean, so whatever. <laughs> hey guys, you're hearing us. We're talking with Derek Rose, uh, who just recently set a new record uh, in diesel. Give us the run. It's it's 444 at 171 miles an hour. It's fucking fast. In a four wheel drive truck? In, in a four wheel drive truck, nonetheless. Uh, Derek, give us a rundown, man. What's the setup? What's the truck that you ran it with? What did it feel like to go down the, the track at that, that speed? Yeah, so it's been the same truck for, I think I had a Facebook memory, like, I think we brought it out like nine years ago, nine and a half years ago is when, you know, we've been started working on it. And it's just been a, like a evolving nightmare um, that finally, that finally we put everything, you know, all the years of, you know, the trials and tribulations of just, you know, getting our nuts kicked finally, uh, took all last year off and put everything, you know, just been building this plan and uh, put the truck on a big diet and took everything that we knew that worked and, and pretty much kind of perfected that left some stuff alone and just built one hell of a recipe to, uh, you know, to pretty much destroy the old, um, the four wheel drive diesel record. Um, you know, we didn't just beat it. We did, we, you know, we, we put it deep. So it's, uh, we went 444, 171 miles an hour and something that's not supposed to go that fast. <laughs> now, in the past, you've done different things with engines. I know you work with Freedom Racing on the long block. What yep. what did you do differently this year? Or what's that recipe look like going into 22? So um, Freedom, you know, the billet block thing was back shit. What, 17, 18, everyone was doing their billet blocks. Like we had the OG um billet you know common rail 12 valve first ever right back at 17 that didn't go well not because of like the block or anything else but i don't think we we're there um 
like technology, like we didn't have the ECU control that we have now, like Bosch was just starting to come in, you know, but it was super expensive. So I don't think we were ready for that. Like, and then freedom pretty much took, you know, that time from when I started working on that uh, billet block, which is an LSM slash shide block, um, took a lot of that technology and put their own little twist on it and developed that, you know, essentially our long block or our, our block that we have now and um, just made an, it's like a brick shit house. Like it's, you know, it, it's solid. I mean, it's, it's a little heavier than what the production one's going to be, but um, it's just, you know, solid. And when we took a lot of our old stuff that we already had, like I had a D and J front uh, triple pump cover that's been on since 2017. Um, I got a head from Wagler back a couple of years ago. It's just been sitting on the shelf. So a lot of that stuff, we just kind of were preparing to to do it and then we worked our ass off on the engine dyno um with the right piston and the right injector combo and then with the new motec system like it's just it's it's almost easy but it's not but because we just you know there's so much time that went into it before you know we're making it look easy but it wasn't it was an expensive learning curve yeah the the overnight success that was nine years (laughs) in the making right so for I would say the past couple of years, I mean, the past two, three years, we've been trying to get this mentality of, you know, the right piston, um, the right ring stack, um, and then the right jet, and then trying to shift our momentum towards like gas stuff. Like we've always, you know, diesel guys were always making power down low, always just grunting it, getting that torque. Well, torque, you know, we break everything, you know, you're bringing your shift down below 4,000 and everything's breaking everything's breaking so you can see us like we're spinning i mean some of the duramax guys you know they've been spinning north of six grand but us cummins guys i mean we're you know we're struggling that 55 or six thousand mark like that's about you know with common rail that's about where we're at you know some guys i know are going a little bit higher but you know we're making really good power from let's just say 48 to 58 just you know tapping 6,000 rpm which is it's 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 showing it's paying off so i'll you know making the power that high well, you got to have a big shot of fuel, um, you know, from the injector to get it in at the right time. You don't want to be running, you know, 2000, you know, U.S. duration. And it just it doesn't work. We've been there. We learned it doesn't work. So that was going to be my next thing. I've seen uh, Lenny Reed. Um, I've seen a couple other guys in your camp talking about the injectors. And you're dealing with, uh, you know, dynamite diesel on injectors in the, in the motor now. What's been yeah. some of that background working with Lenny, developing the injector and getting it to where it's at currently? Just a lot, um, you know, testament to a lot of it has to go with honestly with Chase Fleece. So he does a lot of Chase kind of used to be in the limelight years ago. He kind of just, you know, does his own thing at a shop now living, you know, just doing pull, a lot of pulling engines. He doesn't do a lot of drag stuff, but he just kind of keeps to himself and, you know, does, has been doing a ton of testing with Lenny over the years on, you know, big sled pulling stuff. Um, and he's got it dialed. And then when we come around this go around, we kind of knew what we wanted and, um, just, you know, like we were on the dyno with my old set of injectors. That's what we started. Like I told Lenny, just refresh them. They work great. Well, we got on the dyno and we just started playing with, you know, our, our new RPM curve, how, um, what we were having to do with timing and then duration just to get where we wanted to be. And we're like, Hey, we need, we need this and no bullshit. Three days later, we had this which is in the truck now. And because, you know, with DDP, they have like, they have the ability, Lenny can take a blank nozzle and put the holes anywhere you want, any size you want, and then, you know, put it right through a shop and send us an injector. 
like that quick. You know what I mean? And awesome. not saying they can do it three days for everybody else, but you know, <laughs> we had the motor on the dyno and we're like, Hey, and literally they hit the nail on the head. And to be honest with you, like there's still, there's still room like that injector still has room to go bigger, but for what we're doing and the fuel quantity that we need to make the power, like it's, it's there. I mean, it, the results kind of showed it last weekend. Like it, I just, I mean, we had EGTs, like I think the hottest with hardly any nitrous, we've seen like 1750, 1780, which that was just like a hardly any nitrous pass. You know what I mean? Just leaning in it, no converter lockup, which is going to run warmer. But then once we started to lean in it, we were like, 1650 ish you know with no water injection this is just straight um you know just air and fuel with a really good air fuel ratio and um it was it was just it was sweet that's awesome because this is one of those two where where derek i I think i remember most of like you going to ucc and hitting the big numbers on the dyno always had great fast times Mm -hmm. not to take anything away from that but but when i think about like setting records or like going out there and really being somebody that we know to make huge power you're definitely a name that comes into play after this pass where where would you estimate the horsepower is at on the build so we so drag racing world pretty much uses um for what we found is the best and even diesel stuff's a little skewed, but like, you know, we're pretty much using mile an hour and weight, um, is pretty close about, you know, so give or take. So we were just a, just a touch under 4,100 pounds. Like we figured like, I think we we're like 4,080 to, to 4,100 is what we come up with to be at the event. So it was about 3,200, uh, flywheel is where we were at. And I think just shy, you know, like 2,900 to the tires where we were thinking. That's, That's so insane. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is you 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 cut out the dyno like the dyno reads high, the dyno doesn't read high. You have a truck; it weighs this. You can't hide that. You run a time; it traps the speed; it traps in the time that it does. The, this is data that you just can't take away from someone. It, it's cold hard facts. Yeah. Oh, and like last year, so just get, or not last year because I took last year off. The year before, we had one of the heavyweights in the class. We were running forty eight fifty to forty nine hundred fifty pounds. We'd actually put a hundred pounds of ballast on the rear because we were trying to get. We try to get the ass end to plant a little bit better, especially when I did the no prep stuff. And um, 149 miles an hour at 4,900 pounds, we were using about 24 to 2,500 flywheel. So that just gives you a realm of where we're at now yeah. with what we learned, what we what we took, what, you know, took what we know, what we learned, and applied it. And it's just it's happy. Like there wasn't. Going through all the data, like I kept at run after run, I come back and I look at the logs and I'm like, God damn, everything's perfect. What's wrong? <laughs> Do you think that the year off uh, got you to this point? You think that year off was a smart move for you? Yeah. I mean, you know, it took, um, because as racing, you know, I'm sure you guys know, like we kind of just like boom, 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 boom. And sometimes you don't really slow down to look what the hell's going on. You know what I mean? And I think that was... You know, I seen, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I wanted to do with the MoTeC, like Ben, uh, my buddy, Ben Shaddy and a couple other guys, SNS, you know, developed the MoTeC's always been around forever, but they basically pushed the Cummins platform into the MoTeC. So SNS has been developing that, you know, they did all the back end work. So Ben, I think was one of the first guys that got into it along with, um, uh, oh crap, drawing a blank from, uh, from Rudy's Nathaniel from Rudy's. So they got the MoTeC on the 6.4. I think they got them on both their Pro Mod 
and the four-wheel drive. So great success with those. Um, and then we already knew what the Bosch could do. I never used it, but competitors were, you know, just being able to leave the line at 1500 horsepower and then just ramping fuel rate in all this cool stuff. So the Motec was a huge, it was a huge cost, but it was also a huge stepping stone into being able to, I mean, you've seen us running down the track. I mean, there was heart there. I mean, it was, it was clean as a whistle. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It really was. Yeah. We had air fuel ratios. We were running like 33, 34 out there. I mean, she was lean, but it was, it was, it was love. That. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, do that so I don't know. And then, like you know, we changed some transmission stuff around, but I would say the time off. Yeah. Let me kind of, we had some business stuff we had to take care of and then a little bit of growth and restructure of that. And then, um, but mainly, you know, I would say since last August, I've been, I've been grinding like, you know, not, not everyone sees the grind that it takes to make it happen. And it's, you know, come on, you know, call into LJ and chase, you know, once a week, like, Hey, where's the block at? Did we get it through the machine? You know, and they're like, we're busy, we're busy. And I get it. You know, this stuff, this stuff for any big company doesn't make any money. Right. right. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's just hard. I mean, so, and they're like, yeah, oh, we're trying, you know, we got to get on this machine. And I'm like, just begging. I'm like, all you got to do is just slap your pistons in there. Like, get it, <laughs> get it to a point and get it to me because I had so much work to do to get the motor dressed, get it fit in the truck. Cause me and Dylan, we moved, we moved our mid plate. We made we cut the whole front of the truck off. We did so much shit. And I'm like, you guys don't realize how much stuff I have to do just to make sure the motor will work everything. And I didn't want to base it on an engine that we weren't going to use, even though everything was going to be close. I'm like, no, I'm doing this one time. So there was just so much back end work that like, I don't want to go back there again for a while. But, you know what I mean? Like, doing all that. I mean, not to take anything away from what happened last weekend, but like, you have the data that you have. What's next? Like, wh where do you see the four-wheel drive platform going? It, it, your truck specifically. I, I think for like the industry as a whole, like I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm buddies with everyone. I try to get along with everyone as much as I can. But you know, the, the big players in the industry, let's just say Firepunk, they're, you know, they're they're up there. They're number one. You know, everyone's chasing them, and you know, we 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 shocked them. We shocked a lot of people. You know what I mean? And um, as far as where four wheel drive stuff can go, I don't know. I think, I think the trucks can go fast if you have the, you know, the right power and, you know, the right transmission behind it. And, you know, like if we're using 3000 North, you know, or 3000 plus, like there ain't too many people that are up there. I'll be honest with you. Like, you know, Ben in this car, like he was probably to run that pass when me and him went, he was probably using 2,400, you know, ish horsepower, 25. So we took, you know, we're using 700 more to go that fast like that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> well you think of 700 horsepower in like a street truck like yeah that's a potent street truck or a potent tow truck or however you want to look at yeah. it and it's that much more right, right. <laughs> you know that's the gap between yep. you and the guy in the lane next to you now you're in ucc this year right unfortunately like it comes to like you know to me you and the fence post now it's gonna be international like you know we don't there's not even a certification you know like the truck like we're kind of outserted, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, what, what are we going to do? Like, I, at the, you know, the end of the day, like me and me and Dylan were talking like, shit, what, do we just build a new four-wheel drive pro mod? I don't, I don't know. I mean, that sounds dumb. Like, well, that sounded dumb, right? Like <laughs> four-wheel drive pro mod sounded real dumb this, you know, like about last week, yeah. you know, Monday. <laughs> now it's a thing. So, you know, we, 
I don't know. It's, it just seems like the guys struggle with, you know, especially when we go ODSS race and everyone struggles sticking the back tires, you know, the tracks are, they're good, but they're not, you know, there's so much other traffic on them from 670 guys to 770 ET, like, you know, they, they do the best they can. And I think that a lot of the tight, you know, the pro mod guys, they struggle, they struggle on getting the power down to the ground. Um, and obviously we don't with, you know, we have all wheel drive. So moving forward, I don't know, man. I know we got a lot left in the tank. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like that was our first time out. And I had people like just poking me like, come on, press the buttons. Because literally <laughs> once me and Ryan, like Ryan, you know, we spent all day Wednesday doing all the back end stuff, finishing, making sure all the selenades were going to hit. Like I was like, you know, going over all the tables, the air shifter, you name it, like all that back end stuff, trying to make sure that all your controls are going to do what they want. And then finally we got to a point, all right, you know, like it looks good. And so we got pretty much the whole weekend, you know, Ryan would help me a little bit when he's, you know, he's like making me drive on the laptop and, you know, I haven't really spent much time doing on the Motec, but man, was it cool. Like, it's just, <laughs> it was, it was really cool. Like just the way we can ramp, you know, ramp fuel in, we can watch Lamba um, and just keep, you know, try to keep that air fuel ratio clean, watch when it drops, know that we have to add in. It's almost like cheating. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's like, wow, this is, this is real. This is going to, it's going to change the game. Yeah. This is how it's supposed to work, right? right, right. You get so used to like, we've all been like hacking and trying to figure out how to fix the OEM fuck ups in ECMs that now when you have a standalone like this, uh, yeah, you're right. It is. It's it's writing your own program, right? If, if this is what you want it to do, um, you're in UCC this year. Is that right? Yep. Awesome. What What's your expectation? Are you going to call yourself out to be the reigning champ? What's that? Uh, UCC this year. Are you predicting yourself first place? Are you going to call it out right now? Um. I don't know. I've been trying. So like, as you guys know, I kind of been internet shit talker King uh, for a while. And I kind of been, I kind of been laying low um, on that stuff. Like some, you know, like this Chris Patterson deal. Like I didn't even really mean to call him out as bad as I did back in the day. Like I was just joking around, but some people have feelings, I guess, you know, I don't have feelings, but so I don't know. I just kind of been like, trying to take a different, a little bit different of approach, honestly, on, you know, the, the shit talking and calling people out. Cause like, well, you have a whole group that's doing it for you now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, like get to that level where, you know, I got a ton of respect for like, you know, a guy like LeVon Miller, he's, you know, he's just soft-spoken and speaks really well. And, you know, is really, really looked up to in the industry. So I think that's where I'm trying to move towards um, that level instead of, you know, poking the bear kind of a guy. Sure. Um, you know, cause it, at a point it was, you know, but we could do it. Like, you know, I could call out Dimitri or, you know, or call out Baca, you know, I sent a little text like, Hey dude, I'm gonna talk some shit. You're gonna be all right. And like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but now it's the world's changed a little bit. So I think you don't want to get into too many inner fuel, inner fields of people, but I still got some buddies out there. We can, you know, talk smack with and, uh, probably just leave it a little bit on the lower side. And, but I think I'm just going to put my head down and let the truck do the talking and let the work that, you know, my whole um, my whole group is put in. Let let that kind of you know put us on the map. Do you think you'll break the three thousand horsepower at UCC? We've been chasing it since UCC moved to Indy. We've been talking about it. Do you think it's this is the year? 
I don't know. Like, I know what I did, you know, the past couple of years to put that power down, like to throw 2,500 Jesus Jiminy. Like I, you know, I said, I didn't want to do it again, but the way the new setup is, um, I know we're making the power. I would say if we crack 2,800 ish with a new setup, I think that would be really good. If we, if we crack any more, I don't know. I know we're making, you know, I know we're making, we're making 300 horse on fuel more than we were before. So I know that for a fact. What I don't know is I got a turbo 400 variable that I didn't use before. Um, and then we have, you know, I got SDS transfer case. I got all these variables that I didn't use before. And then I also have a really smart ECU. So you see us like, you know, black smoke, black smoke, like we, you know, get the truck going. I bring it back nitrous, like, I'm, I think we're going to get away from our comfort zone and we're going to try to let the computer, you know, do the work and, and see if it'll work. So I'm really nervous about that, but we got, we're going to spend a little time on a, on a hub dyno here in two weeks and see how, see how it reacts. So I'm putting in the work. I'm not going to predict a win, lose or draw. All I know is I'm putting in the work. I put the money where it needed to be spent and I'm going to go there hopefully more prepared than anyone else. And then if that's the case, then, you know, we should, we should be on top. Yeah. I mean, coming back, it's a very competitive field. I mean, Ziegler uh, went away with the win yep. last year, but Tyler Burkhart was right on his nipping ass. right at his yep. heels. Yeah. He was right there. There's several others. Uh, everybody in like top five, top six were really right on top of each other. And we also had some of you guys who historically have kind of owned the UCC competition right. all step back last year. So we didn't have you, we didn't have Levon, we didn't have Baca last year competing. Um, so that kind of left some questions about like who, who's going to really own this field. Uh, and now that it's kind of a Duramax and Cummins game, yeah, right? unfortunately, where, where unfortunately, that, right, right. <laughs> That's just what we have at UCC. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, everybody has been kind of ramping up and watching this. I know we're all following yeah. Patterson. Um, you know, talking about three thousand horsepower, making it on the dyno. It's still a big truck. It's still got to go down the track. It's right. still got a sled pull. Um, you know, so we'll see what those things look like. I mean, two very different trucks, you know, at the end of the day, right? Like, a purpose-built race truck and a, a, not to, you know, take anything away from Chris Patterson, but a purpose-built, you know, dyno truck, I feel. Yeah, well, it's know? a ridiculous street right. truck, right? So, like, seeing it compete at UCC, I think, will be interesting. Where do you think your advantage is at the, at the competition? What do you think, you know, besides the preparation, is there something about your build or about your truck that you really think puts it miles ahead of where everyone else is at? Well, they, you know, they changed the the format this year, right? So they went to a two truck format, um, which some people love, hate it. I'm not a huge fan of it um, being, you know, the original thing was, you know, one truck, one event, uh, but the concept of drawing more, there's more drag trucks out there that, you know, want to go drag racing and dynoing to try to get more more people instead of the same, you know, the same 20 people or the same 25 guys. That, and a lot of them have dropped out because they got burnt out. Right. So I like the concept. I just don't know how it's going to play out with how the fans are going to react. Um, I would say our biggest advantage is experience. Um, I, you know, I went to the very first one. Um, you know, we were sitting second place then until they decided, well, we're going to have a second poll. Um, you know what I mean? Because the track sucked and fuck, my motor's blown up. So that didn't work out. So, you know, we went like five, two, 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 cause I got second to LeBron like three years in a row, like, and then one, and then I took, you know, took that, took that last year off after COVID. Um, so I think just experience 
and then the truck. I don't know. Like every year we've went, we've got our ass handed to us on the drag strip. Like we've done well, but like I had to take a drag truck and sucked on the, on the drag strip every year. So I would say that's probably my only real goal is to go out there and just murder the drag strip. Like I'm like what we did last weekend. Like I want to do that and just put it like whoever, whoever goes, whatever, let's say Zigo runs out, goes a 480. I want to go a 470 or 460. Have you had this much preparation ahead of UCC in years past or? I would say in 2019, the year I won it, I was pretty prepared. I mean, me and Dylan, we had the truck pretty well done, ready to rip. Like we did, you know, we drove out to um, uh, uh, Denver to do the ATS challenge at the end of February. So we did that and we we blew the motor up and then um, went to fleece and fixed it, put in a spare engine, went down to Ryan's, um, and beat the shit out of it and ended up running, I think so a bunch of four or five twenties. Like we were prepared. Um, we already had a good sled pulse. I would say in 2019, I was 2019. I almost feel like I was a bit more prepared, but after last weekend, I feel I'm, I'm real close. Um, I'm not, I'm not happy. I'm not hundred percent happy with our, like our racing, uh, program yet after last weekend, there's a lot of little things that, going this fast that we need to address and change to get a bit more dialed. Um, so like, it, it's on a different level. Like, I mean, we went 171 miles an hour. Like, I think, I think firepunk's only been like 174, you know what I mean? Like we went fucking fast like, I, and it still hasn't even hit. It still honestly haven't, hasn't even really hit me at like how fast we went. And I think there's, there's more left but I don't think anyone's going to see that or I'll just tell everyone right now, like that won't happen probably till summer to late fall. Again, we're going to go, we're going to go a bit backwards and work on the front of the track a little bit more because really all we can do, like I can apply more power, but I can't, if we can't apply that power for the first 300 foot, it's really not going to make that much difference towards the back end of the track. Like, yeah, we can mile an hour, like son of a bitch, but you know, do we really want to, you know, add another 200 horse on the big end? And uh, when it's, you know, we can do that, if we can get it to the ground in the first 300, it's going to make a, a lot bigger of a difference. But I, we did make a thousand dollar bet with Levon that we had run 39 this year. So we got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I, he's like, I'll, he's like, I'd pay to do it. <laughs> so challenge accepted sir derek loves a good challenge was it didn't last year didn't you throw out a challenge ten thousand bucks to anybody who could beat your dino number yeah i think so nobody took you up on it though right it was 10 there's probably a couple i told everybody it was 10 <laughs> i think yeah, so i think whatever. it was five and you doubled it being yeah, sure, a dick. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, me and justin ziegler have a bet um i think it's two thousand or two thousand on the overall and then like some thousand um thousand of pucks an event that i wax them every event so we have that it was a pretty drunken deal <laughs> five minutes ago you told us you were taking a step back from shit talking you know keep it silent you know let keep the it, truck beat speak that's for right itself. that's right and then rub well, it i got two thousand on you your win. head and a thousand every event so that's i mean i just want to go there and well you know it, it is what it is everybody knows you know who has their favor or whatever like you know i think the most the person that has the most pressure on them drives a green dually because that is, you know, they put up a, you know, what I would call a really big number, um, you know, so that's, you know, 
I just hope that I can Matt, I can, I just want to meet what we did, you know, a couple of years ago and maybe do a little bit better. Right. 3000. I don't know, man. It's just that, that flipping dino is just tough. Well, the thing with the thing with Patterson, right, with the green with the green dually, is he made the he made the power, right? Like it, it made that power on a dyno. The dyno, there's been question. Okay, there's there's no secret in this conversation, but the power had never been backed up at a track to say, hey, this is what it's doing. Yeah, real world, you know, exactly. Right? Yeah. So there is going to be a lot of pressure. Exactly, and back in the day, like. We were doing, um, you know, last year we hit 2,500 or 2019 on the dyno, 20, it was 25 something. And we were using about 24 ish going down the track. Like that was, I knew we were close, but I knew also we, you know, I probably used three, 400 extra, maybe five extra horsepower on the dyno, you know, worth of nitrous just to get it to go. So I'm, I don't know, like, he, yeah, he's got a lot riding on his shoulders to try to get that number. Like I, it's gonna be tough. It, it's it's gonna be a tough deal for everybody you know that dyno just it'll bite you well i guess that's one of the things about ucc that i i like that's so unique about the event is that if you show up and let's say for you you go out you you murder it at the track you could go home really happy yeah if you do okay on the dyno and the sled pole right like you you still have to do decent on those other events if you go to the dyno and you blow up pulling up on the ramp and you don't get to do anything else for the rest of the weekend Murdering it on the tracks not going to feel like such a victory, right? Um, and and I think Patterson and we'll talk to him him about this as well going into UCC. It's one of those that if he goes out and he crushes the dyno, but he absolutely flops everywhere else, the, the truck being what it is, I feel like he still gets to go home and call it a win. Yeah, yeah, right. Sure. It is, yeah. So so what does I mean, that there's pressure different goals look like? For different what is individuals that pressure going exactly. to this event? Yeah, it's, it's not not everybody's going for the trophy. Yeah, right. I've, exactly they have their own personal um personal goals going to the event like my personal goal is like i want to crush it on the drag strip i think we'll lean on it just hard enough to not break it um and same on the engine dyno or on the chassis dyno like i'll i'll tell you straight up and everyone that's listening and even on the internet like i'm going there to try to win the event and not blow my shit up because i i really enjoyed last week and i have i haven't had that i don't think ever like I enjoyed it. We went eight perfect passes and I want to go race in the summer um, and, you know, do other stuff, do some street stuff. I got a chance hopefully to maybe get back doing some of the, um, the no prep stuff with like um, the Detroit guys from street outlaws. So I'd like to, you know, like I got a bigger vision than just doing UCC. And I already told myself, like, if it, if we weren't prepared, we, we just wouldn't go. Like I, I, you know, I'll say Ben there did that. Like we did it. We won. It was cool. I'll go back. I really would like, you know, I really want to go have some fun, but it's just not, it's not as, it's not as important to me as it once was. Like, I really want to, you know, like look at the, you know, look, I just, my phone has been on fire since like last week and the weekend, like I got shared. I mean, it's, it's been really cool and a lot of good positive feedback from the industry. So I kind of want to just build up on that and do what we can at UCC um, taking what we've done in the past and just, trying to do that a little bit better and whatever happens happens you know i'm i'll be good with it very good that's the chillest response i've ever yeah. heard to somebody who's sitting on <laughs> 2900 horsepower <laughs> yeah. Derek, thank you so much for joining us before we let you go uh, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to yeah i mean i'd like to just get probably gonna throw the old lady out there first like she's been uh you know like 
the past month or month and a half, you know, like I didn't come home a lot at night at all. And I'm like, eh. she's like, what are you doing tonight? And I'm, like, oh, I'm going to shop. She's like, all right, just do it, you know, get it done. So she's been, you know, she's been there probably the most, like taking care of the kids. I mean, we got a business and a couple kids and a dog and all the bullshit, you know? So um, probably her first and foremost, um, you know, BD Diesel been the longest running, you know, sponsor of mine. Um, you know, we don't have many of their carts on the truck anymore, uh, but we try to, you know, represent them well, just as a, you know, as a sponsor, they help us out with some, some money, some travel. Like we just try to represent them as well as we can. Um, the guys down at uh, Fleece and Freedom, we're like family. I mean, I go down there. We just, I stay at uh, one of my buddy's houses. We, you know, I'll be there for a week on end. They've been really good to me. Um, so we're trying to, you know, just give them as much love as we can. And their phones have been on fire since last weekend. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like, when can I order that block? And they're like, close, close, you know, um, my boy, uh, you know, Ryan Hardway, like he's, you know, been true and true to me for a while on tuning and um, it's been good. And I really feel, you know, like, he, we spent a lot of time together and I feel like he's kind of given me the, the, the nudge to, you know, I have the capability now to tune the truck. So it's really cool. So but I'll be asking for help, you know, like it, it's, I don't, you know, I'm not going to be belittled because I want to ask somebody what they think or, you know what I mean? Especially with guys with that much experience. Um, you know, Diamond and Trend been a long, long time sponsor. We got a lot of their, uh, their hardware in the engine. Um, I got some other local guys, um, like Richard's auto parts has, has been pretty big, helping us out with nitrous, um, solution, steel treating, just another kind of cash sponsored helps us out, gets to the races. Um, dynamite diesel been huge. Lenny's been great. Like he's been, I'm like, Hey, I need this. And he's like, you know, it's there the next day kind of a deal. It's been super good. Um, then my shop, I mean, the guys at the shop just, you know, killing it, helping, you know, like paying the bills you know, and helping, helping fund the race trip. Oh, shit. I don't know. Family. I don't know. I think I got one. Um, wish I was looking at the truck. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think we, the guys at SNS, you know, I'm not, I'm not SNS fueled anymore. Like, you know, we were back in the day, but it's been good. They always been good to me with MoTeC. They treated me really well doing the MoTeC. So, um, you know, hands off to those guys. Like they're really good to work with. I think it's, you know, there's a lot of politics in this game, especially when you get to this level. Um, I don't want to say I'm on a different level than anyone else, but like, it's just when you get to this level, there's, there's the industry is only so big. So like, you kind of got to tiptoe around a little bit because, you know, just because you're using somebody's injector, well, somebody else might have this. So you got to just kind of, it, it's a delicate balance on, on, you know, on, on just trying to keep everyone happy. And, and, and that's all, that's all it is because at the end of the day, like if I need help, I'm going over, I'll ask, I'll ask the guys at Firepunk, you know what I mean? Like the only reason that damn S10 kicked my ass the last race, because I gave them a brake pad for the front of their, you know, front of the truck that there was metal on metal, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's just trying to, uh, just trying to be cool and, and stay on everyone's good side. And cause you never know when you're going to need a favor. Hotshot secrets. Can't forget that. <laughs> so they've been they've been helping and then just some buddies like my buddy ben chatty like he's been really good like for helping me with the, the new rostler transmission and um helping me on motec tips so there's just there's a lot of good people that that really go into it that's awesome man well hey we really appreciate you joining us and kind of letting our listeners get this inside scoop uh you know we we're excited to see you at ucc yeah. and we wish away. you the best of luck we'll see you in a few weeks all right guys i appreciate the the time tonight Yep. Guys, uh, lo listeners, if you want to find out more about um, 
UCC Ultimate Callout Challenge, and what else we have going on. Make sure you jump over to Fans of Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook group, and we'll have some details coming out there real soon. Thanks for joining us. Hey guys, uh, my name is Jeremy Garnett. I'm going to bring you to the Super Tech segment of the podcast this week. Um, bring you another LML. It's another CP4 failure. But this one's going to be a little different. We're going to be doing a CP3 conversion on it, which is a 50 state legal kit from SNS. So I want to show you a little bit of the difference between the CP4 and the CP3 that we're going to be putting on it. Um, again, the regulator's in a little bit different position. The lines are a little bit different and just want to show you. So we're going to put these lines here that actually come in the kit. Um, and then we're going to replace the gear that actually comes on it. So that's what I really want to get into is because from a tech point, just show you that it's a little bit harder than just putting a new one in. So we got to remove the pulley on this one and then we actually got to put it on this one. And but we're going to be using a different bracket. So what you want to be careful with is not ruining the bracket and not ruining the pulley and it doesn't have to be lined up. So we're going to take this one here, like I was saying, we got to remove this pulley here. Okay. And then we're going to install it on this one. This is the CP3. Again, this is a CP4. Here's the bracket that we put on for the conversion. So a CP3 is a little bit different on like an LB7, you know, LBZ. Um, and it's geared. Okay. As in when I mean geared, it's timed. When it's timed, uh, the gears differently. So I actually have to make sure that I take this off. When I take it off, I have to time it properly on this truck, just like you would a CP4. So I'll put this on and then I will hold this with a spanner wrench and a gear properly because you don't want to hurt the actual gear itself or the mesh of it because it actually it's gear to gear driven. So that's what I'll be doing on this portion. And then once I install it, I'll actually have to install the new lines as well and then relocate that uh, fuel temperature sensor. Doing this job, it's just really um, a basic set of tools, you know, wrenches and, you know, uh, plier tools, stuff like that. Just like doing a CP4 job or even a CP3 job, it's pretty self-explanatory, takes time. It's about 20, 20, almost 30 hours to do a job. Some that I'm gonna be looking out for this job is clearance, just because it is a legal truck, so it still has the EGR, it still has the cooler on it. I want to make sure my new lines are not going to rub. I want to make sure the regulator is going to clear um, and also the fuel temperature sensor that has to be relocated is going to clear. Those are going to be the things that I'm going to be looking out for this job to do it. And then this truck also has a FAS on it, so I want to make sure the FAS is going to work properly so the CP3 actually gets bled properly. Um, because I want to make sure that I don't have any leaks and I don't suck any air. That Those are going to be the main things that I'm going to be looking for to do this job. All right, guys, I'll be checking with you next week and let you know how it all went and try to do something different. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, this has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Oh, everyone's got feelings and shit. Yeah, so, like,